Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 323. And I'm glad you're here. And here for you is something I don't know. But here for me is my classroom on Tuesday morning during my second period, free period. A time in which I'm finding myself recording this more and more frequently. But I'm here to talk to you about yesterday, which was Monday, and how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God yesterday. Now, there are two things that occurred yesterday that I think there isn't really a connection between the two, but they were definitely God presence moments that stood out for me. And as I reflect on them here, individually, maybe a connection will appear. So the first has to do with the first thing that I did yesterday morning, which is very similar to what I do pretty much every morning. After I get up, I go down and unload the dishwasher and the dish rack in the sink, put away the clean dishes. And I think I've mentioned before on the podcast that for quite a while, I would watch um, politically themed um, excerpts from the late night hosts, especially Stephen Colbert and Trevor Noah and Seth Meyers and, and others. And um, it was good, I guess. I mean, it was funny. It was enjoyable. It was entertaining. But it didn't necessarily put me in the best mood. And I don't know that it helped the quality of my day overall, you know, laughing, yes, but getting more and more frustrated with the ongoing insanity that is our nation's leadership. And I put that in air quotes. Hopefully you heard those air quotes. Anyway, so um, decided that I was going to start listening or watching other things. And I was first started watching concerts on YouTube of favorite artists. And then that led me to the Tiny Desk concerts that NPR does, which are fantastic. I love them. Sometimes they're obscure groups. Other times they're groups I recognize. But either way, they're just a pretty cool idea. And then that led me to another set of NPR uh, videos that were called Field Recordings. And these have been great. And it's pretty amazing because the playlist has 75 of them. And... I think I'm almost done. This morning when I was looking at it, I think I was down to just one or two more. So um, I I've, can't believe I've progressed through all of them. And um, I have found some just great performances and creativity and some really, really awesome, awesome things. And I've talked about it before here on the podcast. But yesterday's was particularly interesting, and, and it's... Um, a song and a performance that, that has stayed with me uh, since yesterday. The um, artist is called Philistine with a F, F-I-L-A-S-T-I-N-E. And his webpage talks about how it's not a matter of world music, it's a matter of music from another world, which I think is kind of a cool tagline, if you ask me. Um, but um, it is a, a, a neat field recording. He is in what is called the Cathedral of Junk, which has an entry on roadsideamerica.com. 
And um, basically, it, it's a place in Austin, Texas, of course, a place that I did live, so I can say that, of course, and um, where somebody has just collected um, cast-offs, trash, junk, I guess, not really trash, but junk, and has strung them up from trees in a backyard of their house, and it's really quite interesting. But this artist and the way he performs and the place he's performing in, in this particular video and the music he's performing, the percussion and the rhythm and the sounds and the weirdness, but the excitement of what he produces and the creativity is really quite something. So um, I will commend that video to you. I will tweet that out and I do encourage you to watch it. It's relatively short. It's about six minutes and um, it's kind of, uh, kind of different. Well, this morning, I don't usually kind of cheat into this morning, but um, I watched two more videos, both of which were engaging and entertaining. One was by a group called Mantra Percussion, and they literally perform in a Lowe's on two by fours. And again, it's something you have to, you have to see and hear. And then I ended up this morning with um, watching a performance by a, a group, I guess, um, it is a group, yeah, um, called David Wax Museum, and um, that was also fun. Very traditional with regular instruments, but, um, but also fun and enjoyable this morning. So that got me started yesterday, the joy of music and the connection and the creativity and the just mind-opening, I guess, um, ways of, of experiencing uh, performance. And then in the evening, I was at my Monday night men's meeting. I go to a 12-step men's meeting. I've talked about it here on the pod before. And anytime I talk about 12-step groups, I always say this disclaimer that it's not a, a substance group or an addiction group. It's really one that helps me to look at my own um, um, shortcomings and, and my strengths and my weaknesses and, and just how from my childhood forward these developed in me and how God through the 12 steps and through the fellowship and the reflection can begin to heal me and to make me into a better person in the world. So this men's group has been going on for a few months now. We use a workbook um, on the 12 steps and it's, it's just really amazing and I, I just so look forward to Mondays and to the fellowship and to the men and yesterday it was just a small thing but um, someone came into the meeting a little bit late which which you know happens and as he passed by me at the table he just put kind of a hand on my shoulder just a, a little touch and I don't even think it was a squeeze or a pat it was just a touch as he walked by and it's someone I know and someone that I've connected with and and he and I have a lot in common and it just meant a lot to me. And I really felt it was a sign, a gesture of the presence of God. Because, you know, touch is one of those things that in this world of digital and internet and care, care in, you know, making sure that touch is appropriate and the other person desires it, I think we're losing something. And I think that there is... A message and a meaning that can only be conveyed through touch 
And it doesn't have to be an elaborate touch. It doesn't have to be a, you know, engaging, engrossing touch like a hug. It can just be something simple like a fist bump, a handshake, a high five. Don't know if anybody really high fives anymore, but, and I'm a fan of fist bumps. I think those are kind of cool. But, um, or just a hand on the shoulder, a casual hand on the shoulder that says, I'm here and you matter. And probably more than anything else, I notice you, I see you. And that can just mean so much. And, and that did mean so much from my friend and my fellow traveler in this recovery program that my men's group um, participates in on Monday nights. So I think that was together at the beginning of the day and near the end of the day, music that opened my mind, excited me, got me launched on a Monday morning, and touch, which comforted me and um, helped me and aided me as the Monday was winding down in the evening time. And for both of those, I am grateful. And for both of those, I feel God's presence there. So in conclusion, as the bell will be ringing here in a few minutes, a couple questions for you and your reflection. First, what music have you discovered recently? Maybe a video, maybe just a song that opened your mind and helped you to see something differently and just feel, wow, that's really creative. It's really interesting. That's really something. And secondly, when has there been a touch? And think of a small touch and maybe a touch from someone who you don't know that well, a touch from even a stranger. What did that touch communicate? What did it mean to you? And how did you feel God's presence in the midst of that? And then turning that around, how can you offer a touch today to someone else that can show the presence of God to them? And as always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.